if you think you deserve to move up in an organization, I'm hearing that you're not seeing the limits that other people are seeing in you. Have you asked leadership what's holding you back? Are you taking that feedback seriously or are you villainizing the people who are giving you the feedback? Ask for feedback on your performance. Ask to understand what they see in you and what they don't see in you. Push until you hear what they think you can work on. I've had lots and lots of managers who only gave me positive feedback. And I honestly, after a while, I hated it. The reason I hated it is because I didn't know what to work on. If you don't know what to work on, how can you improve? So look for that critical feedback. Look for someone who's going to help you see your blind spot. And then then you can work on it, whether it's a short road or a long road. You can figure out what you need to work on when somebody else shows you what you're not seeing. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material, episode 18, Myth, Move Up or Move Out. We're going to start this one with a story. At one point in time, I was on a panel. I was uh, in a meeting with all the different vice presidents, directors, and the senior vice president of product. We were creating this, this hierarchy, this, uh, this the career ladder for product management, for people to go from product manager to product team manager to product director. Product team manager was like an associate director to vice president to SVP and all the different competencies, the attributes, the skills, the things that they needed to get from one place to another. Well, in this meeting, uh, as we're talking about it, one of the directors said, you know, it, her framework was, you either move up or you move out. We were talking about somebody or a group of people actually who had been product managers for years and years and years and what to do with them, what to do with them. You know, are they going to stay where they are? Should we create an an executive product manager role? How do we keep them happy? How do we keep them in the company excelling? How do we keep them producing well? And should we create this role just specifically for them? That's on the, like the same rung of the ladder as a product team manager called the executive product manager role. So her view was move up or move out. So move up the ladder or get out of the company, keep progressing in your career or leave. And I, I disagreed. I don't know if you figured this out by now, but when I disagree with something, 
uh, and I believe it really strongly, then I let people know. So it didn't matter that I was the most junior person in the room at the time. It didn't matter that I didn't think anybody would care about what I thought, but I was in the room. I was sitting at the table. I was there and, and by golly, I was going to use my voice. So (laughs) of course I didn't say by golly, because you don't do that, but that's what was going on in my head. So I believe that you can find your level of interest or competence and stay there. I don't think people need to constantly be trying to move upward, move up in the career ladder. It's okay to be content. It's okay to not try to shatter that glass ceiling yourself. It's okay from where you, you know, from where you are to influence the culture and the company norms. It's okay to realize that maybe you're not going to be the CEO of the company and to be happy with where you are. I think it's quite all right for people who are individual contributors to stay individual contributors or for people who are junior managers to stay junior managers. And it's equally okay to want to climb that ladder. Both, both paths should be options. So, so we had this raging debate in, in the group, because I don't know if it's like this in your company culture, but, but there, uh, it was really hard to challenge the majority think there was, there was a lot of group think there was a lot of majority rules and anyone who challenged it was seen as, as very brave and might get shouted down really quickly. So, but you know, that, you know, when, when I believe in something or when I believe someone is wrong and they're going to hurt the company, I have to speak up. You have to speak up. If you're a leader, you have to speak up. There's a way to do that though. Right. So, so I, I tentatively, very timidly is maybe the word I should say. I timidly questioned that and said, you know, what, what makes you think that? What are we going to do with people then? What's the purpose in, in that argument? It didn't go well. So, <laughs> and it's okay if things don't go well. Let's talk about those two paths. So on one hand, you can move up or move out. You can continue to climb the career ladder, figure out your Peter principle, the the level of your incompetence. If you haven't looked up the Peter principle, you don't know what that is yet. Just Google it. You'll find a Wikipedia page. It is the Peter principle is a concept in management developed by Lawrence J. Peter, who wrote a book called the Peter principle. (laughs) It Basically, it shows that people in a hierarchy, which most companies are a hierarchy, we're kind of getting into this trend where companies are going to a more flat structure, but still a lot of companies are in a hi- in a hierarchy. There is a, a flat hierarchy you, in some companies. Anyway, all companies have a sort of hierarchy. So let me back up. The Peter Principle is a concept in management which shows or observes that people in a hierarchy rise to their maximum level of incompetence. That means employees are promoted based on how they performed in their current role. So if you are an excellent product manager, then you are promoted to associate product director or or something like that. That's 
you know, that, that is very common. If you are an excellent designer, maybe you become a design manager. If you are, that's how a lot of people get into management. They're excellent at their roles. So that's, that's the Peter principle, you know, promoted based on the success in their previous, previous job until they reach a level where they're no longer competent. So we've all had that chief officers who aren't very good at their jobs. Maybe they were good SVPs, but they're not good chief officers, you know, and and it's because skill in one job doesn't necessarily translate to skill in another management and higher levels of management are all different kinds of skills. Jumping from individual contributor to management is one of the toughest jumps you can make because it's a whole different set of skills to manage people. Most people think, okay, if I'm just really, really good at my job, they'll promote me to manager and then I'll learn all the skills I need for management. And people don't think it's going to be that hard. It's hard. It's hard. And it's hard because it's not about your hard skills. It's about your soft skills. It's about how much you care, how you communicate and a host. I mean, I have a a list of 11 major skill buckets that managers need to have in order to be successful managers. Uh, so, so anyway, the Peter principle is when you are promoted beyond your level of competency. So into your, your level of incompetent, incompetency in which you really cannot excel. You can't get past that. Everyone has their limits. We learned a lot of us learned that in college when we took too many classes or classes that were too hard for us or or that we just weren't interested in, that's okay. And you change majors, right? So anyway, so here's my point, right? You can, you can either move up and, and move or move out and get to your level of incompetency and then have to, you know, either leave the company, be demoted or, or something like that. Or you can find your level of interest or competence and stay there. And some people do both, right? They move, move up, find their level of incompetency and move down and settle there. We shouldn't have to force people to move up or move out that it's okay to settle in a role. I hear a lot of objections around this. This is one of those myths that is really hot. It is firmly believed by a lot, a lot of people. And I, I just want, I want to take some of this down because I believe that you really can be content where you are. You really can become a a manager of people and not want to be a director because you don't think that it would be good for you or, or, or a good life fit for you. I think you can be a director and not want to be a vice president because it's too much for your family or you don't want your life to be weighted in that way. I also think you can want to be CEO. That's what I want. And figure out how to work that work-life balance and how to excel in that role and excel in every step along the way. If you want to be a people manager and you're currently struggling with a micromanaging or misguided manager or no recognition or visibility for the amazing work you're doing, you're unsure of your next step. Maybe you don't know how to network while remote or you don't know your blind spots. You don't know what's holding you back 
or you have a lack of confidence, check out Aspiring Managers Group Coaching. We're starting a group just for people who are working to become people managers and need some guidance or mentoring to get there. Your manager isn't going to give it to you. You've tried. This group is called Aspiring Managers Group Coaching, and it's by application only. We only accept people we know we can help. If you're someone who has the drive to become a people manager, you're stuck and need some help figuring out your blind spots, apply now. My goal is to get the right people into management positions, people who care about people and will really make a difference in corporate America. If you're someone who needs to build confidence, communication skills, learn more and apply now at saverstreet.com backslash AMGC. That's saverstreet.com backslash AMGC. So, you know, let's, let's talk about this myth this this pigeonholing into one way and talk about the objections that come with that. Here's one of the, the number one objections that I hear. How are you going to know your limits if you don't reach them? Here, and my answer is you, you won't. You, you won't know your limits unless you reach your limits. So people naturally think that in order to reach your limits, you need to be promoted beyond your limits. And, and there are two problems with that. Uh, people get promoted before they're tested out, before they prove that they have the right skills or attributes for the role. And number two, the second problem with that thinking, it's seen as disgraceful or somehow shameful to take a step down the career ladder. Think about the people that you've met who, who think this way. You know, I, I need to reach my limits. I need to climb higher on the career ladder. If we're talking about management, which we usually are in this podcast, uh, then we're talking about skills that can be taught and attributes like genuinely caring about people that can be learned, although that's a, a longer road. So number one, I don't think people should get promoted before they're tested out. There should be roles in an organization that allow you to manage one person or maybe two people before you manage a team of four, six, eight, 10, 12 people, maybe more. So, so test people out. There should be room for that in an organization. And number two, it shouldn't be seen as disgraceful, shameful to take a step down the career ladder. That should not be the case. That should never cause shame and, or cause someone to leave a career or a company that they love. Companies need people who stick around and are absolutely excellent in one role. They're, they become mentors, top performers, inspirations to people who are just starting out in that role. And just honestly, they're so profitable for the company. So why would we let them move up or move out? That's losing the company money, right? So if they like their role and they're content and happy in it, leave them there. It's okay. Give them new challenges. The number one thing that causes people to leave a company is A, a boss that they don't like. So make sure that they're matched with with a boss that is going to be good for them. And the number two thing is boredom. People are bored. 
So give them different projects, put them on different teams, figure out a way to keep your top performers happy when they don't want to move up the career ladder. Okay. All right. Here's a, here's another objection that I hear often, or actually also that I had in this conversation. What if this company is not the right fit for moving up? So I have to move out. There are two blind spots to this question. If this is you and you want to move up and you think the company is not the right fit, there are two things you believe. You think you deserve to move up in the organization. I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I don't know you, but that is what you believe if you're asking this question. And number two, you think the grass is greener on the other side, that you'll have the structure or the support to succeed at another company. Let's take these one at a time. If you think you deserve to move up in an organization, I'm hearing that you're not seeing the limits that other people are seeing in you. Have you asked leadership what's holding you back? Are you taking that feedback seriously or are you villainizing the people who are giving you the feedback? Ask for feedback on your performance. Ask to understand what they see in you and what they don't see in you. Push until you hear what they think you can work on. I've had lots and lots of managers who only gave me positive feedback. And I honestly, after a while, I hated it. The reason I hated it is because I didn't know what to work on. If you don't know what to work on, how can you improve? So look for that critical feedback. Look for someone who's going to help you see your blind spot. And then then you can work on it, whether it's a short road or a long road. You can figure out what you need to work on when somebody else shows you what you're not seeing. Now, okay, (laughs) it's easy to take the feedback personally. It's really, really easy. And it's easy to feel hurt and frustrated. That's not usually what feedback is for. Get through your feelings, your hurt, and listen to the feedback for what it is. Work on that and you might find yourself in a more senior position. If you're convinced that another company is going to give you the support you need, you might be right, but you also might be living in your own bubble. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, there are amazing companies out there that support their fledgling managers, their junior managers, but most have a time limit on how much newness, how much insecurity, how much questioning they're willing to take, right? Or they're willing to put up with before they let you go. Management is a sink or swim, all right? So hear this. It's a risk to join a new company before you're ready to fly. It's much, much easier to become a manager at the company you're already working for and have a reputation with. Now that goes, that like flows right into the next objection that I hear. I hear you. I'm pigeonholed in my current position. I, this is something people say. My company literally doesn't want me to move up because they need me where I am. They only see me in this individual contributor position. They only see me as the job that I'm currently doing. Okay. If that's the case, then you need to find a new position elsewhere as long as you've already talked to your manager about your concerns. 
This is going to go back into something that I say relatively frequently. So, and I'll say it again. When you're talking to your manager about your concerns and your career path, which does feel like a risk, do it in the least risky way possible. Ask to understand. Do not ask to accuse when talking to anyone. If you ask to understand, then management will see you as inquisitive, curious, helpful, and on their side. If you ask to accuse, then you'll be seen, you'll be viewed as on the other team, not on their team. Nobody likes to be accused. But if you ask to understand, that's where open dialogue happens. That's where people want to help you. But if you ask to accuse, you are putting up that wall right in front of them. And nobody is going to want to help you when you are accusing them of doing something wrong. Okay. Here's the bottom line. You don't need to believe the myth of moving up or moving out. Instead, find your level of competence, not your level of incompetence, through experience, projects, and maybe by accepting that you need a few more skills to excel where you are. There is no shame in taking a step down the career ladder for any reason. It might save you and others and different managers some face. I've seen it. I've seen people do that. And it's really, it's okay. It's okay. People are applauded. They're asked questions. Why did you do that? You were, you know, you were a senior director. Why did you change roles? And why are you now the, uh, you know, an individual contributor training person? And it's because they wanted the work-life balance. They didn't want the responsibility. They, you know, they, they wanted something else for their life. That's respected. That's okay. It's equally okay to want to go up that career ladder. But in order to do so without finding your level of incompetency, without crashing and burning, you need to develop the skills that you need to get to that next rung before you get there. So ask for projects, ask to get that experience, figure out what kind of skills and attributes you need to get there, and then develop that yourself. Okay. Ask around to see what you're missing, what your blind spots are. You have them. We all do. So do I. We all have our blind spots. So if you need more help, reach out to me. Book a complimentary consultation at Saber Street. Click career coaching. I'll point you in the direction you, you need to go or, or you know could go for your career. I help people see their blind spots all day. It's one of my skills. It's something that I love to do. Somehow I I developed that skill in business, in the world, with my friends, in their careers. I've helped lots and lots of people with their careers. So just book a complimentary, that means free, consultation, and I would be happy to talk to you. All right. I will see you in the next podcast. I hope this helped. Abolish the myth of moving up or moving out. You don't need to do either And you don't need to do one or the other. You can stay where you are. You can choose to move up. You can choose to move out. There are three options. You can, there's even a fourth. You can choose to do something entirely different. People do that all the time. All right. Please understand where my heart is. I love to help people become managers. If you're willing to learn that skill, 
take the short path or the long path. I want to help you succeed and become management material. But understand that when other people choose not to, it's okay. It's okay. They don't have to. And if you are on the fence and you're not sure if you want to either, work on it. Try to develop those skills. Ask people what your blind spots are, what you need to work on, and then take them at their word. Honestly work on it. Understand how to get the best advice. Take the advice that you think you should take and work on it. See if that's in the cards for you. I'm here to help you become management material. I hope this helped. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.